bongos and bullshit. We're back. It's another week. We don't have much of a topic. We kind of got a topic this week, but as always, it's about weed in Oklahoma and Oregon. I'm Evan. This is my dude, Uncle Dig. Say hello, I Uncle, am Dig. Uncle Dig. Hello, fine podcasting audience. Uncle Dig's got a sweet cannabis-related podcast, cannabis-only podcast, you could say, about the growing side called The Backseat Chronicles. You should go check that out. While you're at it, check us out on socials. Uncle Dig is, drumroll, at Uncle Dig. I'm at Bongloads and BS Evan. We've also got at Bongloads BS, the main, Bongloads and BS, the main account. And then I'm also, if you want to go that deep, I'm also Shoegaze Weed Bed on Reddit. My three favorite things, Shoegaze Weed and Bed. So you could, but with all that, you can literally just see constantly what I'm doing in my fucking boring life. Maybe I'm having a meltdown. Maybe I'm talking about a video card. Maybe I'm fucking riffing on this song hallelujah all day you never know it's a train wreck. My, my 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 vote is on meltdown <laughs> that they, that would be a fair vote this week buddy <laughs> that's right i'm mentally ill and i'm ready to have a podcast are Fuck yeah we all well probably not you listening you're probably completely mentally healthy for choosing to listen to us talk about cannabis that's and right. due to your this great mental health milestone you reach what are you smoking on evan i've got a bunch of shit um and we're starting with something new uh, uncle dig and i were talking and we wanted to you know breathe a little new lifeblood breathe a new little new fresh air into the podcast so we thought let's look at weed maps let's use the power of the internet and tell each other what to smoke so this week on that note i have got something dig selected for me it is mac and cheeseburger from buzzleaf dispensary and it was grown by a grower called legally rooted now, now we we thought this would be fun to pick a strain for each other based solely on the internet, yeah. solely on the internet. So he used what weed maps? I used. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I used Google. I yeah. they they said they said they weren't going to be evil, so I used them to find a weed place, and I went to lot mm. weed cannabis lot in Oklahoma, and I thought mm. this is going to be easy. And not only <laughs> are there like double digit dispensaries in lawton there's like, a lot of dispensaries there's like more than 15 dispensaries in lawton there's oh, yeah. more than 15 4.5 stars or better rated dispensaries on google in lawton so i couldn't normally when i go to a small town and i want to buy cannabis there's like even in oregon there's like one or two or maybe three dispensaries one of them's rated 3 stars and then one of them's weighted like four stars, and the other is like the best one. You go to that one, and there you go. Wango, bango, dunno, bunzo. Easy, right? right? Lawton's not like that. No. <laughs> so so I, I immediately threw out my five-star <laughs> hopes, and I went to murals. I'm like, well, every one of these places has painted the side of their business some yeah. wacky shit. So I started no looking at the thing. pictures of the murals, and I found this other dispensary, I'm not going to call it. I'm not going to name them because I didn't select them. Um, but um, because they didn't have anything I wanted Evan to smoke. It was all pretty good stuff, but it was all pretty generic. Um, and um, it was like Blue Dream and like Gorilla Glue 4. And like, you know, and I'm like, I, dude, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to oh. go, hey, I, I selected something for you. Let me send you to this place for some, sp like, right? So, so, so I, I backed out of there, even though they had a cool picture of a bear with like a honey pot and a pot field. And that was their mural. And I was cool. That was a right. cool looking place. Right. But it, I can't, I'm not going to send Evan across town from the internet for some blue dream. That's not what I'm going to do. I like blue dream. I'm sure Evan likes blue dream too, <laughs> but okay. that's not what we're going to do here. So anyway, so I moved on from that dispensary. Like, well, how the fuck am I going to decide? 
So I just start randomly looking at dispensaries in Lawton and, and going through their photos of what the people have posted about them. And I get to this one place. Uh, what was it called? <laughs> oh, geez, you got me. Buzzed Leaf over on Ferris Avenue. Okay. So I get to this place and I don't know if it's the owner, a manager, or some guy. It's just mm -hmm. there's a bunch of photos just holding him holding like a cardboard sign outside the shop, like <laughs> advertising to buy weed. And for some reason, that was just on my vibe. I'm like, I bet this guy got some good weed. So I went in to his like website or whatever, and I pulled it up. And one of the first things I see is a cheese strain. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I like cheesy stuff. And there was another, and then there were two cheese strains. This guy has two cheesy weeds on his uh, strain on his men's menu mm. that I know of. Now, one of them was called Fromunda Cheese. <laughs> now, Evan, <laughs> you know, I like you, but I'm right. not gonna, I'm not gonna buy, I'm not gonna send you across town to go buy Fromunda Cheese. I'm just not. I appreciate that. Right. But I bet you that was good too. But I bet if it was like a little more stinky. And if I, I want you to like cheeses, I don't want you to right. like not like cheeses. So I'm like, let me get this mac and cheeseburger. It looks like it has some other cool genetics in it, like alien and stuff, which is always good. Right. And then <laughs> there, there you go. So that's what I decided because they, 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 had, they seemed silly and I liked how they were silly. Oh, it, it was it was a good choice for a lot of reasons. Uh, so Buzzleaf, I'd been there once before because they are – if not the only, then definitely one of the only places in town that carries uh, Just Us Eats, which is one of those edible brands I like to get when I feel like Splurgeon because they make really good, like, baked stuff. Um, early in the show, we had a real chub for that. Me and Blake, we would talk about Just Us Eats and going and getting the Oreo cake and eating it. So I, I would get that there. I got it once. So I'd been there, but I went there in the middle of the day. And uh, it was just, it was okay. It was just okay. But then this time I went, I went at night and, like, all the lights were on. And, like, it made me realize this dispo is actually really cool it's got this big like horseshoe design and like it's the colors are all very bright and i'm all about it, the inside of a dispensary looking good like if you look cool i'll come in and fucking buy shit from you so it, that that was neat and then i also had a stunning realization that's only kind of sidelong relevant but it belongs here um i noticed they're watching shrek in there and whatever you know millennials watch shrek and then i noticed it was on the sci-fi channel dig and okay. i don't know how i feel about this but anyway that, that was my big takeaway from this dispensary itself. It was a nice dispensary. The people there working were super nice, so that was cool. The weed itself, it's got a strong cheese hit to it. It was a little – it's limonene's one of the top turps in it, and I'm not sure which one gives the cheese smell. I wasn't able to determine that in my research. But, like, in the bag, you smell the cheese and the limonene, but now that I'm grinding it, it's definitely, like, the cheese is the dominant smell. Yay, I found you a good cheese. He was excited when I ordered the cheese. I'm not sure if we're talking about the same guy, but my, my I don't know. Just some dude's picture I saw on Google. I don't know. I've never this been there. This was a guy with like long hair and a baseball yes. cap. No, okay. Yeah. No, that dude was awesome. Did he have like some facial hair ish? I'm really bad at remembering faces. I remember he okay, was a no, younger no, 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 guy. No, 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 no. Okay. Perfect. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so. The cool thing is, and I talked about this a little bit last week, I uh, recently got an ash catcher on my bong, which is a, a really allowing me to enjoy the flavor a lot more. So I may choke to death, and you're going to hear it before I hit the mute button, but you'll also get my my input on the taste. And I'm even going to hemp wick that bitch. Oh, yeah. Taste it. Taste it. So let's get this shit together here and see if I die. Now, I choke all the time, so even if I choke, it's not a knock on the weed. He's got to be the leaning tower of Chisa. Fuck Disney. I do what I want. <coughs> <coughs> that ain't bad. 
<laughs> it looked like it put out, puts out like <clears throat> some nice thick smoke too. Yeah, and I mean, it's I took a bigger hit than I probably should have, but that's just like a throat clear for me. That's good. Yeah, you can that's taste, not bad. I don't taste the cheese so much. I don't want to burn my table here. It almost tastes like uh, spearmint. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude, that's good. <laughs> so remember, folks, it doesn't always <laughs> taste like it smells. And, and thank God for the skunks, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, I've... <laughs> Excuse me. So that was I've good. Had some you like that? that? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. You can see the face flushing and it's an indica dominant. Now, I did get yeah. some info on the turps too before we dive into what I grabbed for you or had you grab rather. <clears throat> so this one has got... Top terp, I didn't have the exact breakdown, but I did get the top three. It was on the the, the wrapper. <laughs> Beta-caryophylline, which is known as like, that's like kind of a primary painkilling terp. It's like an anti-inflammatory terp. It's got limonene, which I was talking about a minute ago, which is, as I've said a million times on this show, a mood uplift terp that like every strain has these days. Um, and I've been noticing more and more a lot of indicas with this as a top terp, even though I kind of think of it as a, a sativa terp. Anyway, and then finally, <laughs> we've got humulene, which was at one point known as alpha caryophylline but has now become humulene that is an anxiolytic and anxiety fighting terp that is uh also found in hops so those okay. are the terps nice. oh see that background morph <clears throat> oh boy yeah. yeah out of the babs labs now uncle dig i would like to ask you <laughs> even though i already know the answer to this what are you smoking on i went uh i i i got a thing a grease monkey Ooh. now you sent me to a dispensary I had actually been to before as well, but it had been a while. Last time I went there years and years ago, they didn't have a military discount. Okay. And so like almost every dispensary has a military <coughs> discount right? out here. So I just go to those because it's just a little bit cheaper. They have sure. good weed though. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll get to go back and check them out again. It's been years. Well, now they have a military discount, so there's no reason for me not to go back anymore. So that's right. cool. So you sent me for uh for some greased monkey, which is yeah. an indica I've looked at before. It's just when uh -huh. I've been when I've been, it's a hybrid. I would call it an indica leaning hybrid, just based on the CBG content and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be a little bit more calming. Not that I need Sweet. anything to energize me, but but it's got it's got a diesel-y, like fully <clears throat> like nose. Ooh. Which I like, but then on the finish, it's got like an almost herbal finish. So it hits you like a, like a, like a, you know, like a, almost like a fuel and then it finishes with like a more floral note. It's neat. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So now that I've got that, I'm going to take, I'm going to take it. And so anyway, so I go into this ground up place. It's really cool. It's like a right. split level. So it's two oh, levels. Cool. And you walk in and you're at the top and there's like an, a little ID check station. Oregon oh, doesn't necessarily like, the top floors at ground level. I love that shit. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, you it's it's disoriented. It's postmodern architecture, so you're like walking upstairs to walk in. Okay, okay. It's 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 a wild vibe. And then you walk okay. in, the guy checks your thing, and then you walk down some stairs into like the place where you're gonna look at the flowers through this portal door. Hmm. So it's kind of like got a vestibule feel, which is really cool, but there's no actual barriers. So if you okay. have PTSD and like feeling cornered is a problem for you, there's always <laughs> a way out in this place, which I kind of like. Man, fair. Um, so anyway, so I go in, uh, it's really well lit. 
but it's lit with like what I would describe as like natural lighting. Okay. So a lot of dispensaries, and I like this stuff. I'm I'm a hippie. I love this shit. Like, <laughs> like bright LEDs and like oh yeah, black light reactive posters. You know, dispensary vibes, headshot yeah, vibes. I feel it. It should However, feel like a Karma Records from the '90s. Right. I'm sorry. You were talking about how you love a place with black lights and posters. And oh, stuff anyway, and how- but sometimes for people with like who get headaches and are in there for medical reasons, a lot of that stuff can kind of send them into like a headache thing. So right. if if you're worried about that, Ground Up's a great place. Everything that's backlit is backlit with soft white lighting. It's not going to. That's cool. It, it might not throw. I'm not going to tell you <laughs> anything's not going to throw your headaches off, but it might not. And they have really good weed. Nothing right. in there looked bad, and they only had one really overpriced strain that they'd already half marked down. So, it, and it was That's really cool. good customer service. And they had a lot of brochures from around the area if you were looking at doing some more touristy stuff too, which I found mm. was a nice touch. Well, that's nice of them. Now, because you and guys this, have Rex, so that makes sense. Yeah. Now, see, this is I broke this apart. Right. And now that now that gas. That gas is almost completely gone in the grinder, mm-hmm. but still, still a very little small hint of fuel. But like, right. like now we're getting like almost God, like, like sweet rose petals. What the fuck? Oh shit! Yeah, you said and, it smelled floral a minute ago, and funky. I real dude. This is so every time I smell it, dude. I like this. Okay, so I'm gonna That's I'm good. gonna roll this off. So it's dominant turf is saying it's caryophylline. Okay. Um, it's got a high CBG content. So my suspicion is is that this is gonna help me with my lower back pain, which I am feeling because I was just out cutting more mite damage out of oh. one of my plants, and that really sucked. So this will make me feel happy. This will be good. So what now? Right now I'm rolling a, a crutch for the joint because I'm gonna smoke a joint because I'd like to try a strain <laughs> joint the first time. So this is okay. uh this is done now yeah pretty much i just gotta tap it now i like to tap them to make sure they're like even and to make sure are they're like because a lot of times when you roll them they're not like perfectly even you just tap them at the bottom almost like you tap a cigarette you know pack yeah. it a little more oh yeah and, i was doing that before the show Anyways. and then there you go and it's done where's a lighter dude did... okay awesome bro here we go all right so lighter right so i don't know how that long that was but that's a joint so that's a half gram joint that's what two minutes maybe Right as soon as I hit mute, you asked me a question. Yeah, that was quick. That's what I was doing. I thought that you were like me and you can literally only do one thing at a time and you needed me to like take the wheel while you were rolling. Can't roll and talk. No, I was talking. You know, yeah, I can. My bad. I dropped some on my drop some on my chest though. That sucks. Anyway. Yeah. Oh. How's it hit? Good. Good. Ooh, yeah. So there's that gas again. So back of the taste. Yeah. Like a little bit of fuely, you know how if you get like a really fuely strain, it almost tingles on your tongue a little bit, just a little bit, right? Yeah, that then like herby floral. I'm looking for skunk and I can't find any in the smell or anything. This okay. would be, this would be fun to mix. Like if you were a, a person <clears throat> who smoked herbs, like yeah. this would be a good one to mix with like. Oh, lavender or something. You're not going to escape. You're not going to escape um, gas. This is gassy. When I lit this up, 
like and i took my first hit it was mostly floral after that it's been <laughs> nothing but straight like rosy gas bro it's 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 nice it's an interesting combo I, I do like, you know, the floral strains with like linalool and shit usually they have in it. What is that giving sounds... it that taste? Um, this, okay, so unky, or this says it has an earthy and skunky overtones. I'm not, okay. I'm getting earthy. Is that the funky you were talking about? Maybe it's the funky, but I wouldn't call this like, when I think skunky, I mean, I think skunky, Evan. I think like... Right. Oh my God! Did you kill something? It did die under our the house. Like not, you know, not like a sweet. I don't know, but yeah, I, I guess it's there, but not, <coughs> not in a way where I would call attention to it. And if I would review it, I would say, you know what though? As we get further down this joint, right? I'm definitely <coughs> getting <coughs> more of a. Like a bitter skunky smell as it burns. So that maybe it tends to happen, yeah. With the diesels, fuels. It's nice. I like this. Yeah, this is you chose good for me. <coughs> oh, and I'm no sommelier. Like if I handed this joint to my <coughs> my partner, she might disagree with me on how it tastes. So she's like, How are you not getting skunk out of this? It's so skunky. The whole room smells like skunk. You're gonna smell like skunk for a week, right? But if it doesn't if it's not like the Ford ooh. flavor for me, ooh, spooky. If it's not the Ford flavor for me, it's it's not going to come to the front. So if I don't, if it never comes to the front of the <clears> flavor <throat> profile, my like, my palate isn't sophisticated enough to pick up all the undertones. Okay, yeah, my my, I would say before I got COVID, my nose has always been pretty damn good and strong. But the taste, like I could just say, it kind of tastes like spearmint, and that's about it for me. Now the bowl I've hit of that. That's pretty good. I've been I've been smoking some uh they finally got very good grows at a better bud. So I bought a couple ounces of that because it's only I got I bought an ounce of that because it's only a fifty dollar ounce and it's good ass weed. Like I've been smoking that a lot. And even though nevertheless, like one bowl of this has got me good. Good. So, good choice for you as well, sir. Do you um do you believe in something called they call it strain fatigue? Um I would say if people say they experience it, I tend to believe them. I don't know that I've heard. Well, no, Blake talked about that a little bit before. Yeah, kind of. I, I could see that, especially if you've like grown it, I guess, and you've got like a pound of it in your closet. Maybe I could see you kind of the the effects of that specific uh, cannabinoid profile and turf profile, you know, you growing more immune to that. Yeah, that makes right. sense. People always ask me if I get it. And, I, and, and the short answer is, yeah, of course I do. But- what I tell them is if I need to smoke a gram joint to to treat my pain and I and I haven't smoked this strain before and it's going to do my pain good. I know it will. I've looked at the Terp profile. I've a friend tells me it's good, whatever. But you maybe I haven't had it already? before. It'll get, get me high as fuck. Maybe I don't want to be high as fuck right now. Right. Maybe I just maybe I still want to function, but treat my pain, but still have a nice hard THC like analgesic kick right well mm -hmm. if i have strain fatigue if i've been smoking on the same indica hybrid for half a year and i've got another two ounces of it and i'm sick of it guess what i can smoke a gram of that and take it to the dome and be fine and that's where our, that. like it cuts both ways straight because i'm still getting the medicinal benefit even if i don't get a really big head change right usually right oh, so sometimes fair. it's nice to have a strain that 
you you've worn the needle through on that record. You've played that song so many times, <laughs> like you smoke, you toke that number up, and it doesn't do the same thing it used to. But it's still treating your back pain, and I think that's cool. And so I I I keep stuff like that's ar- that around. And there are other strains that I never really get sick of. There are a few strains that I can smoke for years, not get tired of them. One of them is is Jaeger, specifically Jaeger, grown in in the in the Merlin Oregon <coughs> area. I love that shit. Um, <clears throat> and there and there is and there's and like what else? Um, Jaeger. I never really get tired of smoking OGs like ever. Like mm. like anytime OGs, you're offering that's a pretty broad. Like okay, how about this? Uh, Alien OG. I've never gotten sick of <laughs> Alien OG. Every time I get a stack uh, of Alien OG, I I want more. Like I I have two beans of Alien OG. I can't wait wait to pop for this indoor season. I like that stuff. I'm looking forward to it. It doesn't grow well outside though. I've only had. I've only really smoked one strain to the point of, I guess, like you could call it strain fatigue. That would be the member berries that I grew. And based on that experience, I would say, yeah. Because, you know, after a couple of weeks, I was definitely ready to go out and get something new and get like a palate cleanser, basically. So what it comes down to. This flower is pretty stony. Good I've shit. got a pretty, in, a, not a, I wouldn't call it an intense head change, but I have... That was only a half gram joint, and normally I smoke a gram, and I will say that I was kind of stopped paying attention to you, to you there toward the end, which usually doesn't happen to me. Easy to do. Easy to do. No, I'm, I'm Yeah, but no, but this out. is interesting. This is a good point. This is good. So if you're looking to, like, escape a bit, like maybe you've got some mental health issues, maybe you're trying to, like, relax Stuck a little bit. Stuck in a bit. podcast with some asshole. Well, whatever. Yeah, this is whatever, but, like, this is... This grease monkey's cool, man. It's got a nice, like, frontal, I call it, like, head change. Like, yeah, <clears> I like <throat> it. I, I I would suggest trying that out. And I think mm. the caryophylline is supposed to be good for, for uh, PTSD. And I know that CBG always yep. does good with my, my anxiety. So, like, and, I, and you know what? And I actually, oh, anyway. So what is else? CBG... The CBG, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, two things. One, you did you did slurp that whole half gram joint down already, right? Yeah, it's gone. It's it's in my okay. it went into my body. So let's just call this out. If I smoked a half gram joint on the air, I would be muted the entire time going, <clears throat> which makes me think that again, I'm allergic to weed. Like I gotta time my sips on the bong and everything, and that's even after practicing. Uh the other thing was it seems like those fuel Ooh. and skunky strains in particular are the ones that I, I associate with that stony, heavy feeling, which I like, but I also, I hate the taste and smell of those things a lot of the time. It gives me a headache. Anyway, please go ahead. I heard you get I was excited about something. So you say that smoking weed is aggravating to you. A lot of people experience this. Now, may I ask you some questions about your past drug use? Of course. Okay, so did you used to smoke meth or like snort it? It looks like I used to smoke meth. Fuck no, I didn't barely snort it either. I parachuted. I I don't like physical. Oh, drugs. you ate? Oh, so gross. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's this is a gross. But that's how is that grosser than putting it up a place that's not meant for consumption? Because meth doesn't. For okay, I know this sounds weird, Evan, but to me, meth looks like something you should smoke or snort, not eat. I don't know why I feel that way. <laughs> have you Have you ever done it? No, God, no. I, I can't. Uh, do I, I don't do speedy things. I don't need that. I don't need that energy. 
So first, here's a, here's a little T-dub for if, if you're recovering from, say, amphetamine abuse. We're going to I'm just going to be from the heart because I always am when I talk about drug shit. So if you still have cravings and shit, maybe skip the next minute or so. Anyway, yeah. um, so. I don't really know that I ever had quality speed versus I know what made me like feel good and bad or whatever. But invariably, if you get speed and you put that shit up your nose, it burns like a motherfucker. And oh, then you really? see people, oh, yeah, dude. And then you see, I mean, badly. And if you have a cut in your nose, dude, game over. It hurts like a bitch. Um, if you people smoke it, which I- rails of that shit. Not, I don't know how people do it in the same way. I don't know how you take a giant rip of like really sketchy weed and choking shit. Like it was, <laughs> it is physically painful. And I mean, I would only ever do bumps because I'm a functional user, but I would do bumps for four days straight without sleeping. And even then just doing bumps whenever I did it would just fucking kill me. So what I would do is get a piece of toilet paper, cut it into a little square, tie that bitch off, swallow it. Now, sometimes I'd fuck up and the toilet paper would dissolve and then you'd get meth on your tongue. Meth on your tongue makes your tongue burn like fire. That shit's nasty. It's noxious. So anyway, that was why I parachuted meth. Okay, that makes sense. Well, and I... For the folks at home wondering, you know, why I know like all the different ways to do meth, but don't do meth. That's a very simple question. Um, answer. I'm a fucking pervert. That's pretty much the end all be all of it. I know how to do almost every. Well, OK, I don't know how to do all the illicit drugs, but I get the general idea of how to do most of the illicit drugs in America. The only things I'm a little hair, the hairy on is how you get the heroin into the little balloon or whatever, into the syringe. Everything else I've got. I, how do you get the heroin into the balloon? That's a fine. You just funnel it in, I guess. I guess you just have a funnel for that. Yeah, I don't know. Or what do they call it? What, they, what else do they call the little packets of drugs? The little bundles? Them? Yeah, bundles. Bindles. They call them bindles. 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 The little bindle. I don't know. But like, I, like, I don't know. Also, heroin. Not, not trying to like cast aspersions on your drug of choice there, folks. Boring. Meth people way more exciting. Just going to be honest well, with you. <laughs> I like them both because I've got the fun combination of both depression and anxiety. And I'll tell you exactly what people do this is. Uh, people do boring, quote unquote, heroin, which I kind of get where you're coming from because they need that. You feel like there's an emptiness in you. Um, you can enjoy things the right way whenever you're somebody like me. And it's the same reason I was telling you this when I was freaking out on my text message the other day, right. dude. Like even with weed, it's filling that hole. It's trying to find a way to make myself accepting enough of the boredom in my day-to-day -day life. And opioids will do that too. Opioids will make it, you could be trapped in a car on a 12-hour drive with the person that you fucking, and I'm not talking about, maybe if somebody did some sketchy shit to you when you were a kid or something, not that, but just somebody who annoys you that you don't like. And you could pop a handful of Viking, and if you're me, be like, fuck yeah, I'm ready for this drive, man, let's go, buddy. And it just, it makes you feel good, right? Now, on oh. the other hand, on the other, it's just like you're having a good day no matter what. Now, speed, on the other hand, I don't mean to hog the mic here. I just, this is one of my areas of expertise. I'm an SME. Speed is where if you're like me and you have ADHD and anxiety, you can't focus on things because you're worrying all the time. And maybe you get a half hour of good work at a time on something if you're having a good day. Speed is like, okay, now I can sit down and get fulfillment from doing shit. My house is no longer a wreck because not only is my brain giving me the right amount of shit for cleaning it, it's fucking, holy fuck, cleaning feels good, dude. And it's everything. Playing World of Warcraft, cleaning a house, whatever. Well, I'm taking Adderall. So, okay, so you know, that's it's yeah, the exact same. Same. Kind of, same, kind of, same kind of stuff, yeah. But I, I would say the I, I think the high from Adderall is a bit different. It's, 
just a fraction of uh yeah i would say because like i don't because i i i would say that should i if i had the desire mm. to take adderall recreationally like once uh. every so often i probably could i don't think i don't see many people doing that with methamphetamine i see you people couldn't... going on long benders with methamphetamine <laughs> like... meth is oh sorry go, go ahead uh, i don't need is... to talk over you dig no you're fine no, I was just saying um, meth seems like a drug you do for days at a minimum. I, I, you can do them both like that. Um, so with your opioids, you're doing it on maintenance because with opioids, there, there's a real subtle distinction here. I'll, I'll preface this by saying opioids and meth are destructive, but I would personally say, assuming you don't get caught with them, which is destructive in its own way. Meth, you can literally destroy your life the first time you do that shit. There's something in methamphetamine, and I dig. You might have experienced this with Adderall. If you got the same shit wrong in your head that I do, you take it, and when it's gone, the first time, it's the only time I've ever had it happen with a drug. I had to try to get addicted to opioids. The pain pills made me feel good, so I kept taking them. But when I got rid of them, it wasn't like, man, where where am I going to get? Literally, the first time I did meth, when I ran out, I cried because I was worried huh. about not getting no more. And it does that to you the first time. Now, if you can ignore that, three days later, you know you're probably okay. But it gets you and fucking meth is just like Adderall blown up 10 times. So I totally, I, I, I forgot the question where you're at, but there, there is a difference. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, I, I think that I was just, I was trying to give people credit because a lot of people will take that Adderall as meth shortcut and sure. Yeah, it is. But there's a difference between taking a pill that, you know, a doctor prescribe you or somebody at a study hall gave you or whatever, however you got the Adderall in you, right? However mm. that happened, however, whoever you bought it from at track practice, whatever you did, however that Adderall ended up in your blood, buddy, it ain't crank. Anyway, just saying. <laughs> oh, you know, it's interesting. You say that too. Uh, we can, we can, we can have this be an episode about former drug chat before we go into the other fun stuff. Uh, my dealer back in the day would even be like, well, dude, you know, there's no speed and I could get cranked, but I'm not going to do that for you unless you're real desperate. So at least in the junkie circles, I ran into the speed freak circles. Like there was a real line of delineation there. Now I had some dirty speed before that was gross. I had that puddle speed. I talked about the tight Tokes episode and That's stuff. So yeah. Uh, but, but like the, the point I was rambling at earlier and I lost my train of thought was I feel like if you were in a situation where your meth dealer was willing to literally maybe give you a microdose of methamphetamine and little pills and you stuck to that, you could use that as the same thing as Adderall. But at that point, just go get Adderall. It's safe. It's not coming from lab in Mexico. You're not funding fucking narcos and shit. Just do yeah. it the right way. Well, like I should probably be on Adderall, but I can't now. I can't trust myself with it anymore. Well, I mean, some some people do so much speed, they're just not allowed to do speed anymore. I think that's how the world works. <laughs> like, you know, so, like, I, 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 I was very fortunate in, in the drugs I encountered when I did and the level of education I had about the drugs. I've always known what something was once someone they explained it to me what it was. Because I've always been interested in drugs from a very early age. And right. if you look real hard, you can find information about ones. And if you're a somewhat intelligent person, there are certain drugs that you know that if you're in a, if you want to be able to function in society to any degree, you, you don't do. And it's a very right. short list. Meth. There you go. Meth. How is that? Maybe Natura, meth, 
Datura. Heroin people, I've seen people recover from heroin. Heroin, you can recover. Yeah, but you could sorry, I don't mean go ahead. Sorry. But but meth, <laughs> datura, heroin's one, I would say fentanyl's one, but people have surprised me recently uh, with opiates. Fentanyl, dude, I've done fentanyl. Fentanyl it's not that big is, a deal, is it? I mean, it's a well, big deal. Okay. It'll hook you. No, okay. Fentanyl is a big deal because I get I really just, sick I'm, from opiates, so I can't take them for very long. Fentanyl is a problem because I used to back in the day, and this can be a drug episode. We can talk about the other shit in a minute. That's fine. One thing before we get into the depressing <laughs> shit, I will note just because it's cool, uh, and we will get back into this chat because I think this is interesting. Swell right now has this sounds like an ad. Swell, if you want to pay me, come pay me. These guys are my daily drivers. They got a purple punch fruit chew. And a motherfucking, uh, this is watermelon, but they got a blood orange fruit chew as well. That is, they're both new and they're real good. So if you're into swells, go get them. Now back to what you said. Oh, there's, oh shit. Hold on. If you're watching the YouTube, you're going to see Uncle Dig hitting a massive three foot, probably bong, that bong. Snapping that bitch boy up, taking a big rip. I'm commentating it. Wow. I will never compete with a rip of that size. That is, that was a big bitch. And he's doing another one. That's a oh, good, man. dude, that's good, bo dude, I didn't cough, like, okay, honestly, like, I'm gonna be mm -hmm. real, usually, doing a big rip out of this, now, it's, it's not quite three foot, it's two foot ten inches, but we call her, we call him oh. three foot, because we don't want her to feel bad. Okay. <laughs> so, we figured out, I think, I think, I think bongs are genderless, like, okay. like, NBs, they're just kind of. They're like both, but neither. I don't know if I'm explaining NBs. I right. get you, but like, because like, I feel like like I interchangeably call this bong a male and a female depending on how I'm getting fucked by it. So like, I think I think it's you've, both. You've got a huge dick and balls, and I've got a dick with a dick sprouting out of it. So, yeah, I don't know what that means. Well, you're you're holding your bong as a giant phallic object, and my mine is a more reasonably sized phallic object with a phallus coming out of it. Oh, <laughs> oh man, dude, that that okay. So I reckon so so that 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 weed that I just ripped, like <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much. That was probably that was probably a good fifth of a gram. That was probably point two zero. So right. that that I just tanked through that three foot, and did I cough at all? Have I coughed yet? No, not that I've noticed. If you had it, it was just a throat clear. <laughs> there it is. Okay, I need one. So that's great, dude. That's nothing. So that that fuck that went straight to my brain too. I recommend doing that. So a fifth of a gram. That stuff is smooth. That's grown up by ground up farms. Is uh, they're vertically integrated. It says it's grown by them. So check out ground up mm. farms. Reach by it's five dollars a fucking gram. That's amazing, dude. Dude, okay, and I will say this is a year old weed. It's from 2021, but right. like you sometimes older I can't. Weed I can't older. listen. I can't. Evan says I can tank garbage weed. I cough and die from garbage weed. Well, it's like everyone else. I have access to a shitload of very nice skilled growers who take pity on me and give me weed from time to time, and it's always fire. So I can smoke this shit in big rips because it's good. It's not just because I'm gifted or something. If it was bad me weed, I would die. To be completely clear, I at no point thought or meant to imply that you smoke bad weed. I assume no, I do though. I do. I just don't. I don't smoke it in bongs. I smoke it in joints. <laughs> no, I mean that's I don't, fair. That's the. No, that's I can't. OB, right? I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't take big rips like that if it's like overly dried. Mm. It's a big one. I'll smoke it in a joint if it's overly dried. 
I'll take a little, I'll take a little key for like a little hash, put it in there. After it burns for a second, the hash burns and it gets a little moist again. Nice. Right. Fine. We fixed it. But like, I'm not going to try to tank, like dry it out two year old weed through a bong. It'll kill me. I'm, I'm, right, no, I'm in my thirties deep into them deep. <laughs> and I would, I would smoke like cigarettes for years. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, smoking cigarette sucks. Now, to, to, to I hate it. I'm going to stop before I'm 40. Uh, to, to cap off the opioid conversation, I should say, if you are struggling with opioids and shit, uh, maybe focus on using some edibles, in particular the Zen 150. Um, people will tell you not to use distillate edibles, but distillate edibles really help me. And worst case, dude, if edibles are fucking with your life and like you really want to get off, because I know sometimes you tell people I want to get off and you don't or whatever, get some Kratom in your life. Kratom trips those same receptors. I, I'm sorry to any opioid addicts who listen to that. We might've made Crave or whatever. Check out some Kratom. That's all I'll say. Um, now, on, Digga, I don't mean to just take the thing. We we should get into the, the main topic, but before I do that, I was wanting to ask you, how's your grow going? Ah, my grow is going away. So um, uh, on the 15th, I was able to harvest my um, can of tonic. Okay. So I got a fair amount. I started to cut some out because of mites and stuff. Right. I don't know how much I'll have yet. It's drying. I harvested the amnesia hazes. Those got eaten to shit by caterpillars too. So like I cut out that's, a lot of that, but I did get some out of it. Um. So that's hanging up too. And then today I lost most of my fire of Maroof too. But good news, I defoliated and kind of cleaned up the CBD Dutch tree, and it looks like I'm going to probably get a decent harvest off that if I keep on my game and keep spraying and stuff. So we're doing okay. Harvest season has started over here where I'm at, and so I'm happy about that. And it's been nice and cool, so it's been easy to keep my garage cool. So I've really been enjoying that. Um, but it has been sucking, losing – so, you know, I'm an right. indica guy. I was growing, right. I, I I smoke CBD in the morning and the CBDs that I'm growing have THC in them, but they're not like right. super heavy. And then I those, these two plants that I'm waiting on were these two really heavy indicas that I was hoping to grow. And right. for me, and those are looking like not great, but that's okay. Because when we started defoliating, um, when I, we, that sounds weird. That's like we, like who the fuck is I figured we? you were talking about Mrs. Dig. No, she doesn't. Listen, she loves me very much. She lets me mm -hmm. take care of the garden. So, nice um, um, so I started some auto flowers when I started because I was worried. Like I was thinking, I've been thinking like, I want to try like a late season auto flower run. I want to start right. some auto flowers in fucking August and see what happens. <laughs> see if I can do it. Right. right. Let's try. Um, and this year was like, well, this shit is going wrong, so I might as well murder some auto flowers too. So I threw those out there, and so um, two of them got overwatered, so they're kind of weird. Uh. One of them, blackberry, is bloom. It's this tall and it has a flower on the top of it. It auto flowered fastest. That's that's fun. Uh, it's not going to produce much flower, but it's fun. And then, <laughs> but I've got a big bud that I've got trained. It's already like a big as as big around as a dinner plate. I've got it stapled down to the dirt with lawn staples to kind of keep it flat so it to train it out spread it out it's gonna be nice it's gonna start flowering soon but i think um i think i'm gonna do okay about one of these plants so i'll have some little indica little indica to smoke it but I don't, i've never had the big bud so i don't know how potent it'll be then on the indoor front 
I've got the micro grow tent growing on okay. two by two and I've got two tangerine dream auto flowers growing in that in three gallon pots. And as soon as the outdoor shit gets done, these mm. autos and the photos, regardless of what mm. the yield wants to go in the garage, they hang, they dry, I trim, they go in jars. Well, then the garage gets cleaned up and then I start, I bust open the four by four and I'm going to do a seven plant auto flower run in there, but I, we're not there yet. Damn, dude, that's uh, just the level of dedication that just comes out of that is is wild. I, I wasn't even super aware of the microgrow, actually. I think you might have mentioned that on Insta now that I say that. That reminds me, though, if you are, Dig gives a lot of, like, garden updates and shit on his Insta. So, again, follow him on Uncle Dig if you haven't, and I will stop begging for shit. Actually, let me beg for one more thing. If you're just listening to the main podcast, maybe pop over and subscribe to the YouTube and check it out. I've got a cool background. I've got a green screen. You know, whatever. I'll stop promoting shit now. I've got a science question for you, Dig, before we dig into the main meat of this bitch. Something science! You might know the answer to or might not. Maybe this is a known thing. Since I've gotten this ash catcher, and I guess I can just show you all this if it'll focus. Uh -huh. So a few expected things are happening and one unexpected thing. Uh -huh. um, expected things, this water is a lot cleaner all the time because this water goes green after like two bowls, right? Right, so yeah, totally. that's all to be expected and so on. Something I'm noticing that's odd, and it's not even a complaint, I'm just curious, is... Now, since adding this ash catcher, a shitload of resinous material has begun to collect. And you can even see it there, how it's kind of foggy and glassed over oh, up yeah, above yeah, that yeah. line. And I'm curious, yeah. what about the extra filtration might be causing that to happen? Okay, so with your bong, right? Mm -hmm. Any bong has a place. And every bong can be different, especially with something <laughs> as elaborate as that. Right. About where the where the main, like... I'm going to call it resonation or gunk happens, right? Well, what you've okay. done by adding that ash catcher is completely changed the character of your piece. Okay. So whereas maybe before without the ash catcher, the point where the stuff had a point, uh, had the ability to slow down and resonate was like, like in there. the joint or down there. Yeah. Once you added the ash catcher, it became <clears throat> the, the stem where you're hitting it now it looks like right yeah right up here yeah because when when you had an ash catcher you're making your bong a completely different piece really your suction's a little different you have to you may have to pull harder <coughs> and 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 one thing i will say is like i've noticed because you'll see sometimes i use them sometimes i don't i'm on a kick right now where i haven't been using ash catchers because right. I want to taste more. Because when you when you feel the more like percolation or whatever you add, you are filter you're filtering out something, and a lot of times what you're filtering out with that water is like terps. So like, you know what I mean? Terps stick to water. They might not be water soluble, but they hang around and that's gunk in your water or whatever. So that's like, if you and like a lot of times an ash catcher adds a level of filtration I don't want. Like I've already got it, especially with a bong this big too. Right. This water <clears throat> be 20 ounces in this bomb, bro. Right? Yeah, that's so a like, lot of water. If there's 20 ounces in there, I don't really need to filter it through an ash catcher. Also, that bong's so big that like I can put bowl after bowl after bowl through it, mm -hmm. and the water will stay like it doesn't go green for like an alarming lawly long amount of time. Like I can put like three grams through that and I'll have to clean the bowl a bunch to keep hitting it. Cause it'll get gross and I'll clean the downstem. But a lot of times I don't have to change the water for like three grams. Cause it's such a big 
speaker. And I recommend everyone that if you really want to like experience like what a bong rip can be from like <laughs> like a like a lung shattering, brain vibrating, perspective altering, balance loosing, almost falling down, whip it esque level of bong rippage, you need to get yourself at least an 18 inch beaker. No, no percolation, just a big fat beaker, 18 inch. And when you can clear that, get a two footer. And then when you, you will find the limit, my limit is this, my limit is three foot. I don't know if I can clear a four footer. I'd try. I'd like to see you try. Yeah, I'll try, but I don't know if I can. Now I know my buddy, I have a buddy who's six foot two and has an extra vertebrae in his back. He's like a big giant freak guy. He right. could clear a four footer for sure. Damn. Because because there's a there's 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 cold hard math to this. Your lungs have um what's called a maximum volume inspiratory volume. Okay. There's only so much air any human being on this planet can take in. Now you can train to increase that, right? You can right. do cardio, you can play harmonica until you're barrel chested. Like John Pollard like is so am. good at smoking weed. <laughs> or you just smoke a lot of weed, right? Do big bong rips, right? And 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 you'll get there. You could train, but at a certain point, you're not gonna be able to go past it. You're gonna plateau right. and that'll be it. And that's where you have to turn to the science engineered weed that gets stronger. And then you start your dad. Well, no, you can always do another rip, bro. Don't be a baby. <laughs> no, this is about maximum. What if you're a busy executive and you only I don't have give okay, <laughs> let me explain something about the people I don't and if you're getting ready to sponsor us, just tune us out. I don't give a fuck about a filthy executive. And uh, listen, if he wants to smoke I love weed, executives, he can take the time to enjoy it properly. But I would suggest to a busy executive, maybe a moon rock. I don't know. That might if you want to a little gimmicky to me, <coughs> dude. Getting high fast is gimmicky to me. I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know. To me, to me, when anyone whips out a torch, and, and and guys, this is not judgmental. I have dab rigs. I just don't use them very often. I'm not a dab guy. It's not my favorite thing. I'll and like to to me, dabs are this thing that people do that I I. <coughs> I, I looks fun, but it's never been my 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 main method of consumption. I it's a pain in the ass, dude. I don't want. I'm getting high as fuck. I don't want to fuck around with a torch. Anyway, I'm listening. But Please continue. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, anyway, what was I talking about? Dabs. You're dabs. not being a dabber. Oh, I, I'm not really a dabber, and like so, dabs always felt gimmicky to me. Like all that <laughs> stuff felt gimmicky. It, like I feel like some stuff. It's just perfect the way it is. Now, there's a place for concentrates, like medicine, stuff like that. But a lot of people that say they need to dab or whatever for their anxiety all day could be just as well served by a joint that they paid less. Here's the, here's the other thing. The money-saving argument really isn't as good an argument as it used to be because right. I can go buy a high-quality gram <laughs> of, like, dabs for like 15 bucks it's not expensive right in a lot of ways it's cheaper to get high that way if you're buying now i would prefer people grow it at home and smoke it at home and do it at home but i'm a diy guy like that's why flower 
like I will grow weed. Like I want to smoke the weed I grew. Like okay, sure, yours better. Fuck you. I want to smoke the weed I grew. I, some, but you grow it long enough, it's gonna be better than ever than anyone else's because you're gonna know what you like. You're gonna know. Oh, I like it better when I don't like water it the last day, or I don't like it. I like it better when I hang it this way, and I like it better trimmed this way, and I like it better stored this way. And eventually, you get to be where you you grow it the way you like it, and that's mm-hmm. how you like it. And everyone else is 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 not quite there and that's and that's not necessarily true like there are certain home growers who give me their weed and i'm like man i wish my weed was more like this but it doesn't happen very often with dispensary weed okay does that make sense no that makes a lot of sense and i can to 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 go with that an experience that i had um yeah very good growth that i bought so it was still for a 50 dollar ounce amazing looking right but like the they get whenever they gave me the review copy, of course, they gave me like a buds. And this was like the stuff that they're selling for $50. So it's smaller buds and whatever. And like, right. I immediately got to thinking, damn, dude, if I was growing my own, I could have big ass fucking uh, not only aesthetically pleasing, but like the hardest hitting nugs of them all. So I'm totally with you on that. Like you get the quality out of there immediately. Like, uh, you know, I don't even know how one would go about it. it seems like whenever you go to a dispensary a lot of the time you're not ever really getting the a bud you might be getting a big chunk of it and that kind of pisses me off i wish there was a way that you could go and get fucking a big piece of the a bud i will say that when i was harvesting and when i because i'm i i'm not a nug masher right so like i don't know how dense my nugs are a lot of times until i'm trimming but i had to cut yeah. all this dead shit off mm. because it was it was all fucked up so i squeezed one of them and i'm like ooh. So, so I, I might do okay. Like we're getting back to the garden. I might do okay because everything's so fucking like dense. Mm-hmm. Like I had a really, a year of really dense nugs. Like, um, I did, so I'm happy about that and we'll That's see what awesome. happens. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, flower. What are we talking about? Dude, I'm so high. That's all right. I had a question leading to what you were talking about. I've been making it a point to keep track and actually be a good co-host. Um, so you were talking about the returns and getting better returns and getting what you like and shit. And you were talking you were, to a point about we were getting on the line of making concentrates at home. And my question would be, do you feel that concentrates are kind of the line where even if you're growing at home, it, it feels to me like even if you're growing at home and even if you're producing quite a bit, that does not necessarily come out to a shitload of concentrates for personal use on the other side because you have to have access to a fuck ton of weed and be pretty good at it to get any kind of like real yield out of it. Am I right in that assumption? Maybe. <laughs> it, it, it depends on on everything with home growing and DIY cannabis is is case dependent right because we're all limited in some way some people are unlimited on funds right but they've got 16 by 16 feet they can do everything in and that's it they're space limited and there's a hard limit on the space they can use right their properties developed maximum and they've got one spot their shed well they can do this right there's nowhere else where they can make changes put up a tent whatever they're they've maxed out their space i get that right there's other people have no money have all the space in the world. And the answer is different for them, right? If you've got all the space in the world and you've got a big outdoor space and you've got $50, you can grow a pound of weed. A pound makes a lot of concentrates. Right. And 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 a lot right. of the problems that you're going to have with that weed that you didn't take a lot of character is going to come out in the wash, as it were, anyway. This right. is not advice. 
for you to do. Sure. I'm just telling you what the possibilities no, I, yeah, are. I get you. If you don't care if it's high quality or not, I didn't even cut all this shit out. If I didn't care, like, listen, if I wanted to, if, let's say if I wanted to cut my whole crop down when I found out I had fuck all those fucking mites, right? Because I didn't want to smoke right. it. I wanted to blast it. Take right. the most developed shit, just process it into concentrates. It would that, have been fire concentrates because all the all the bugs, everything else would have come out in the filtration and the wash. But the turps and all that shit I threw out was fire, but it was filled with yeah. bugs. I didn't want it. But someone no, who had sucks, like man. access to a lab and that's the other thing. Some of the stuff's really unsafe. But if you're right. but see, here's the thing. You've got unlimited space and unlimited time and unlimited funds. And you're still trying to save money. It might be better that you grow it at home because then you can buy a pollen. You can buy a big pollen press. You can buy, mm -hmm. you know, dry. Sift what does a pollen thing. press do? Oh, so you like you press um, you you like you would gather the trichomes and then you press them and it makes like fresh pressed rosin. OK, so like okay. and you can also press bundles of flowers, too, to get the rosin, the rosin with a rosin press. OK, OK. So that would be a way you could get concentrates at home. For smoking okay. very cheaply, you grow a pound of weed as cheap as you can, and then you process it all into concentrates and then measure your yield, and then eventually you figure out if it's worth it or not. But I can't tell you whether it's worth it to you or not because, like, my environment's pest-ridden, so I always lose a shitload of weed. I'm not even growing there anymore because of it. But, like, right. your environment might not have a problem. Of neighbors that grow – like, people local in the area grow every year. Big, beautiful plants never have a problem. If you're getting those kind of results, then you could blast, you could grow. I mean, I, I didn't, I feel like I probably spend like max $600 on that garden. That's with like fencing and everything else. Right. And if it had gone well, I could be sitting on seven pounds. Is that Damn, worth $600 dude. to you? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Okay. So right. If fair. it had gone well, right. If if Mother Nature hadn't bent me over and said not today, Daddy, fuck you, um, um, then it would have been a great year. And I, but it didn't go that well. I got fucked by mites, thrips, and the plants I was harvesting. I found aphids too, so I had those too. I had, Damn. dude, uh, they were too dense. Ne next time, if I ever, I'm not gonna grow plants this big again. First of all. But if, if I density, were draw bugs, bugs is that bugs? Bugs is that what you're saying? Well, I have dent a lot of dense foliage on my property anyway, and mm. some of it's really close to where I keep my cannabis garden because I have a lot more plants crammed into my property than I probably should. I mistook you on dense. I thought you meant like fat nugs. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I I think well, I mean, some people. Well, I was feeding pretty heavy. Some people will right. say that intense uh, overfeeding nitrogen will attract bugs. Um, I had a, a a lack of airflow in my plants. I would say, looking right. back, that probably caused some problems. But I mean, like even if I had mitigated all that, you still mites can still eat your crop overnight. It sounds like what you needed was just to have me come over and just blow cigarette smoke on all your plants. Use the nicotine as like a kind of somewhat natural. Like Dale Gribble style. I'm you sorry, say I'm that the first two years I grow grew, I still smoke cigarettes, and I and I never had a problem with anything, and I blew cigarette smoke all over those plants. Yeah, dude, that's what did it. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. There's, I have a theory that the pests don't find you for the first year or two. Hmm. So like, yeah, I read that one, and then I I, I don't know that. how true it is. They fucked me this year to the point where I'm never growing into that area again. 
And I've pulled five pounds out of that gar- that garden before. I've grown five five plants and got five pounds out of it in 2017. Goddamn. Yeah. Good year. Yeah. How long you been at this overall? In this yard? Well, okay, so as I'm by myself with right. not helping anyone growing, not learning, just doing it by myself in my yard since mm. 2016. Oh, so not super long at all. Just home growing, yeah, because I didn't own the place I lived before, so I couldn't grow. Okay. Now I own the place I live on the GI Bill. Thanks, Uncle Sam. And um, ooh, ooh. um, and so I can grow in my backyard and in my garage and in this room and on the side yard and That's wherever else. But like, yeah, see, and I could have asked my landlord if I wanted to grow, but I didn't want to have that conversation. And mm. that apartment was, I don't think it would have done well as a place to grow weed. It was kind of dingy. That's fair. Um, but, but I, I, um, I'm never going to stop now. I yeah. love doing it. Now I, I was like, I helped people. Like I was trimming like on mm. medical places for a while before that. So like mm. I got out of the, I got out of the army in 2013 in January 2013 and then by 2014 I would pick up piecework trimming in autumn. I would okay. play I'd play trimmigrant for a few months. But I would oh, go fair. sleep in my house cuz I didn't have to stay on the hill cuz I wasn't homeless or whatever. No offense to trimmigrants that were homeless, I no, get that's, it. That's, but... that's a pretty chill lifestyle. Like I like people who do that. I know a lot of people who do that. Like I don't I I I don't know them. I have met people just doing the same thing, trimming and going back to my house at night. Now, um we're hitting we're over the hour mark now. We had we've completely blown by the official topic of the show. So do you think this would be a good time to switch over to that? Yeah, we can talk about it. Let's have a long right. one. Let's do that, and we'll try to keep it truncated as much as we can. we got to bring back for another episode, Fuck You, Shithead. But this is oh, not... Fuck You, Shithead. Fuck You, Shithead. That's our song. It is not a segment this time where we clap back, slap back, whatever, at dispensary customers who suck, even though there are a lot of those. This time, we're going to clap back at the law. We're going to clap back at the law in Oklahoma and maybe some other states. We're going to do it quickly. This is a subject you can't really talk about without getting a little political. So if that happens, sorry, you know that we're both leftist fucks. And if you're listening, whatever. But that said, I was, I will frame the conversation this time just because I fucking, I, I have a story about it, I guess. There was, I, I forget the name. I, I think it might have been the Marshall Project. It was some journalism and leftist think tank thing called the Blank Project. They came and posted on the OK Marijuana subreddit. Was it the Last women. Prisoner Project? It was not the last prisoner project. Okay. Yeah, I, I think cool. it was the Marshall project. Okay. Um, but they came on posting a story about women in Oklahoma who get a drug test, who are pregnant and get a drug test and end up going to jail for having, even though they have medical cards and even though they had the recommendation of a physician, cannabis in their systems. And that, that was surprising enough alone to see that. Um, the other part that surprised and frankly disappointed me was a resounding number of people saying pretty heartless, like, oh yeah, of course, of course that's yeah. Good, good. And it frustrates me. It frustrates me for a lot of reasons. And I'm not like, I don't know. I, I, I even talked to dig about this. I feel weird us being too fucking crusty old dudes talking about women shit, but it's kind of fucked up. It's kind of fucked up. And I'm guessing the digs take on this is going to be different than mine. Uh, I personally feel in the absolute worst case that a woman 
with a valid medical card in a state like Oklahoma who has the recommendation of a physician, and especially one who's gone the extra step of asking the physician if it's okay and blah, 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 should at worst be given like a referral to counseling or something and given another chance. And I think even that's a little extreme. Frankly, if I was in charge, I would just say, if you got a weed card and you want to take the risk, try to minimize it if you can, but you know, you have a weed card. Doctor told you you could. So I don't know. It, it it's it's uh, weird to think. Sorry, Dig, please. Yeah, I, I think I think honestly, as far as enforcement is concerned, mm-hmm. I kind of agree with you. Um I don't think a police officer or or a judge um should have say over what you put in your body and have control over your freedom just because you're pregnant, you're a special person now or whatever. I understand that. Maybe as a now personally, I wouldn't say also you should go out and consume cannabis just if you're pregnant. And I wouldn't argue with you if you decided to cease cannabis use use while you were pregnant. If you thought that was right for you, I would totally encourage that. However, there are certain conditions during pregnancy where any damage that cannabis might do, and the jury's still out on that, folks. We really don't know a lot about prenatal uh whatever pregnancy and cannabis there's not a lot for sure known the science is still out on it and i have colloquial evidence either or but the people who did dabs at the festival and had babies their kids are fine but so are they and the ones that smoked big stogies at the festival and had retarded had this developmentally challenged kids. Well, their mm. parents were a little developmentally disabled too. So I, I can't really say that cannabis did that, or she was mm. fine, even though her mom did it or whatever. And I have seen pregnant hippies do giant dabs. Like I've seen that. Right. And I can't tell you all of those children are going through potty training and it seems fine. I don't know. Right. Like, um, however, um jail is definitely worse for your pregnancy than a joint and that i think is medically proven um and yeah this this really upset me and i wasn't i wasn't ready for how much it upset me I, my buddy uh he writes freelance for a a, a website called gondrepreneur his name's lucas barfield and he sent me this story about this woman in Alabama who spent three months in jail for the protection of her fetus because she admitted to smoking a little bit of weed when they found out she was pregnant, which doctors in the South will tell you to have a glass of wine to celebrate your pregnancy, and that's fine. Which actually causes birth defects. Sorry, you got me to outburst. Right, 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 right. But, but, it's customary to celebrate in some way, and I. it doesn't sound like she used very much. Hmm. This woman had a high-risk pregnancy because her people in her, in her family were prone to miscarriage, right. and they locked her in a jail where, where she slept on the floor for three months. Her, she was bleeding the whole time. So, and... This is in Etowah County, Alabama. If y'all want to call somebody, call those judges. Ooh, Alabama. Um, But um, this is not – that's not good for her pregnancy. That's way worse than anything. So 
Can you imagine the prenatal care a woman in a facility gets? Please continue. Sorry. Oh, oh, in a county jail in Bama. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This is this is an example of of drug laws being weaponized against women. Yep. To control their bodies. And this is going to be more common with with cannabis and other things. And it's going to be in the news more because it's going to be happening more because it's backed up by the courts, which have always really been part of the carceral states. People talk about the courts like they're a branch of government. They're just cops. Judges are just cops. Final boss cops in robes. Yep. That's all they are. I think cannabis. There are two points I want to make. There's one that we made on the show before, so we can just kind of truncate. Another one that kind of reflects my my longer thoughts on the matter. The first shorter thought is a woman reads a horror story about this woman in Dickhole County, Alabama, who laid on a county jail floor bleeding out of her fucking vulva for however long. Um, <clears throat> she's in Oklahoma. Maybe she's got a medical card. She smokes weed. She's worried about that. Um, Maybe she avoids going to the doctor and now this baby's got way bigger problems as the A. This is people look at the outcomes of situations. It's basic fucking economics. They look at the outcomes of situations and they weigh, okay, if I go to a doctor and whenever they collect my urine to check this or that, are they going to see if there's weed in it? Okay, good. I, maybe I'm fucked. Maybe I'm going to go to jail for going to the doctor. Like if I was a woman, I'd be thinking through that. So it's that's a possibility. The yeah. And the B, the bigger thing, and this is kind of a longer philosophical point, but I think it stands to reason and it all, it focuses on the harm we does. And I'm not qualified to speak on that. Maybe it does cause people to have mental health issues later in life. I don't know. I don't know. And I, I would say at minimum, it behooves a woman with a medical card if she or a person who's having a baby, if you want to go that leftist with it, who is having a baby, if they got a medical card to minimize their use wherever they can and only use it just to treat for symptoms and just really grin and bear it. But on the other end of that, if a woman or a person who's going to have a baby is in a situation where she has a very hard time stopping smoking cannabis. It's going to be for one of two reasons. It's going to be because she's physically unwell or more likely it's going to be because she's mentally unwell. Um, I would venture to say that, that, that it would be that you have that mental hook. So a woman who is mentally unwell due to factors, maybe she's mentally unwell because she was sexually abused when she was younger and it has been shown. And I colloquially know this as well. Women who are severely sexually abused when they're young have autistic children. So, you know, and women who are severely sexually abused have things like PTSD and depression and anxiety and interpersonal problems. And they, they live in hell. They live in hell. Boy. So it's hard for them. And I'm sorry, Dig, I'm almost done for, for them to, to I'm, I'm, for if they need to smoke weed and their kid comes out a little damaged from the start, it might not be the weed is what I'm getting at. I'm sorry, Dig. go ahead. I would like to say there's also medically there's also medicines that you take that are actively harming you with side effects that are also treating a condition that would harm you worse. Okay, so here's an example of medicine hurting. Okay, let's say let's say in theory we also we do not know if cannabis harms fetuses. We have evidence to the yay and to the nay, but the jury's still out. We haven't figured it out as a collective yet yeah, what we we don't know okay with alcohol so, there's a clear line with alcohol Sorry. you'll fuck up your kid if you get really f- drunk you'll fuck it up but like we don't know with weed and i have colloquial evidence that doesn't tell me what to tell you i don't know however the state will fuck you yes and 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 there's other things like there's certain kinds of hyperemesis or like violent vomiting that some pregnant women get that nothing works except cannabis and they'll lose that fetus 
if if they don't smoke the, the strain cannabis. of the vomiting. Right. So so here's another thing. If a woman fails to administer cannabis to so- stop her vomiting that will help her keep her pregnancy, does that mean she had an abortion and can get fucked by the state? Right. So and like be- so like this is all interpreted by people who don't have the problem and then are making the problem worse. A problem we don't even know if it is a problem. Basically, right now, the only thing definitively that we have is that smoking is bad for pregnant people. Okay, but we don't know anything about eating it. I'm literally talking about just inhaling smoke, whether it's cloves or cannabis or herbs, or you're not supposed to do that to your system when you're pregnant okay you're not supposed to smoke you're not supposed to vape you're not supposed to whatever you're not supposed to inhale drugs okay you're not supposed to but there's nothing about eating cannabis and there's certain kinds of drug use that you should cease when you're pregnant or go to jail right but the cannabis can help lessen the damage to your fetus because it'll lessen the force of your physical withdrawals Right. So like there's ways that cannabis can be a tool in medically assisted. um, What do you call it when you medically assist? Sorry, I medically assisted when when you when titration, when you titrate people off of narcotics, you could uh, use cannabis to mild to mild. There's so many symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're limiting doctors tools to help people. When you're locking women in jail for this, again, right. also in Arkansas, cannabis is a medicine, right? right? So these states legally recognize this as a medicine, uh-huh. yet are still treating it as a narcotic that's criminal to be even in a woman's system. If I piss hot in Arkansas and I'm not driving, they can't do shit to me. I'm not a prisoner, right? right? As long as I don't possess anything, I'm not a prisoner. And if I didn't consume it there, I committed no crime, right? Right. Right? I've committed no crime in Arkansas. So in Arkansas, I'm good. But all of a sudden, I have a fertilized egg in me that's releasing enough hormones to where if I pee on a stick, those hormones can be detected. And now that weed in my piss is going to get me locked up for months. Right. That's a, I didn't even consider that. And how about, the pro, how about the how about the choice? What if this woman was planning to make a choice with this fetus so she didn't care if she got it high because she was going to get an abortion anyway? And now the state is locking them up, preventing yep. an abortion. You can also the- argue it the other way because that woman was in danger of losing the pregnancy. The, the police were actively trying to abort her fetus. So mm-hmm. the judge and the cop who arrested her should be arrested under Alabama's new law where you arrest mm-hmm. people who attempt to – cross state lines for abortion they kidnapped a woman and they forced her or tried to force her to lose her pregnancy there there how about that there, see this there, is why there, the I police mean, shouldn't be involved in health care because it makes dude, them look like just, assholes with with they just are. us two two dudes who know what we know basically from what our spouses tell us and what we read online like from just our little base of knowledge you could come up with a million horror scenarios with or without the inclusion of these abortion laws in a lot of these states, most of them now, sadly. But you just had another one come to my mind. So you're in a legal state like Oklahoma, and you know you get down over the holidays, your husband or whatever, and you go to visit your family, you take two weeks off work, you go to visit your family in like, let's say Iowa or Alabama, 
or another very weed unfriendly state for the holidays. During that time, it's icy. You're not used to it being icy because you're from fucking Oklahoma. You know, you only have to deal with ice once a year. You slip, you twist your ankle. You get there, you go to the fucking uh, urgent care, and somehow, you know, they end up needing to take a piss test to make sure that you're not high because of a worker's comp thing or whatever, because you're working from home. There are a lot of reasons they might take your piss. They discover you're pregnant and you got weed in your system. Who knows? Maybe you go to jail. Yeah. It's it's fucked up to think about. There are a million things. And a lot of women find out they're pregnant by going to the doctor for some other thing. Like, that's... So, like, you, you... Like, so... For for those of you who are frankly uneducated and don't understand how pregnancy works, which is which retarded learn, a man with learn. children, women don't always know they're pregnant. It's not because they're obese or they don't know or they're not in touch with themselves. Like, like they just don't know. They don't it's have the change. inside. There's no visual thing. Some women don't show. Some women don't spot. Some women are fine until like month seven. Yeah, like six, seven months. I've seen. Yeah, it. I I've seen women. Like t- like army our female soldiers take PT tests that were six months pregnant that you could not tell, and they were thin women, and <clears throat> it was believe it like like to the point where assholes thought they were faking. Anyway, the point right. is like like pregnancy is not a one size all fits thing. It's kind of like cannabis; it treats everybody not black and white, right? And, I didn't mean and, to interrupt you. I was just agreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, and so I would just say that, like, when we when we God, I can't believe I'm saying this because my family is going to make me eat my words. But we should treat pregnant women with a certain amount of 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 <coughs> gentleness and maybe way more understanding than they as a person maybe deserve. I think that from an evolutionary perspective and from an ethics perspective and from a moral perspective, that is correct. I still I stand you, by my past behavior. I mean, that's, that's, you know, <laughs> I respect your viewpoint and that's fair. And I would say it also, okay. So we can, we probably already turned a lot of people off and maybe we're just preaching to the choir at this point with it, but like, hey, you, three you don't even have to bring, you agree with me, right? So let's say we do have some conservative listeners, which in Oklahoma, hopefully we've still got some that hung around that are willing to listen to our whining and our viewpoint, which thank you for listening. If so, the point here is not to push our fucking stupid ideals or whatever, or even to like make points about abortion. You can cut abortion out of this conversation entirely. And it's still a fucked up, scary mess. And I was lucky enough in that OK Marijuana thread because I put my feelings on it out and I I, I shit posts all the time because, you know, people want to hear what I think. Obviously, I just love hearing you fucking watching you listen to me. It's great. I fucking blah, 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 blah. So I do that. And I, I one dude was lucky enough to say or I was lucky enough to have a dude say, well, you know, based on what you told me, I've changed my mind on this. So, like, if you made it this far and you listen, man. It just to what Diggs said, it ain't black and white. There are so many compounding, mitigating factors that make it difficult. And there are a million ways. Okay, so if you want to look at it from the viewpoint of you need to have a little more willpower when you got a baby growing in your womb. Okay, fine. But this is still a medical thing that people treat medical for. And there's still the point of, you know, you need comfort during that time. And that goes to dig, saying that maybe we should treat them with a little more care and compassion. Um, I just, I hope, I'm not going to ramble on about it anymore except to say I hope that people can understand that like in the end, if smoking weed isn't optimal, 
just like Diggs said, put him in a jail cell and separate him is ten times worse. And that's really the 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 the, the crux of my point. I and mean, we're always gonna like I, I don't know. And I think if the one like of all the shows that I I've I, I try to involve myself and all the people that I surround myself with, and I think that the one thing that I would say as far from a drug policy that I would say I always advocate for, and everyone who I associate with my with would also advocate for is harm reduction in some degree. Yes, we're not trying to necessarily punish people or force people, but we're trying to reduce the harm of whatever decision they're going to make anyway. That's it. And to fix the incentives. Right. And if we can fix the incentives to where people don't want to do that behavior anymore, I think that's optimal, but we live in a society where that's not the case. And to be super clear, I don't mean incentives as in pay them welfare or actually like incentives. Good thing. I mean, literally the outcomes that people look at, what they see is going to happen to them from this. We need to fix just like that. That's exactly we need to make sure that people women understand that if they get pregnant, you know, they're not going to go straight to jail for having it. And we need to make sure it doesn't happen because that's where it creates a lot of problems. And God forbid, I hope it happens to any listener in here that, you know, their otherwise fucking law-abiding sister is suddenly thrust into the fucking criminal justice system, which think is about horrifying. It. Okay, so think about think about it this way. I know we've got a lot of listeners that are probably males who are like eighteen to thirty-five, right? So right. here we go. If you're if you're a man and you got married and your beautiful young wife just got pregnant and y'all smoked weed the night before, y'all had sex, and then you found out today, right? And then she had to go to court on a traffic ticket and got drug tested. And then she got thrown in lady jail and just got, oh, how would you feel? You've met prison guards. Would you feel like she was safe? You've read stories about how inmates are treated. 14 deaths at the Oklahoma County facility fucking like in a year. This could happen to any one of us. No one is immune to this. I mean, let's let's get okay. So let's talk about this. Cannabis is legal. For medicine in Alabama, that article that just came for from in Oklahoma, what Evan's talking about, cannabis is legal as a medicine. It could end up in your food quite accidentally without your knowledge. Right. And, and, and some people, you know, are very careless and like they, they don't look at what they're eating. And let's say your pregnant wife gets a craving and is at her stony sister-in-law's and two of the Twix were delicious, but one tasted a little funny. And now she's on plan nine. And she's going to the hospital. And now she's in jail and seven months pregnant. Or you could even take it the other way. These horror stories don't have to end in jail necessarily. They can be even more mundane than that. Let's say you and your wife are both legal card holders and you like to you know, smoke a joint occasionally. My green screen keeps falling down. Y'all can see the corner of my living room. I don't really give a fuck. Um, so you all like to smoke weed. You have your cards. And then your old lady gets pregnant. You impregnate your old lady because you're responsible in this shit too, homie. Um, and she gets the kind of pregnant where maybe she doesn't have this illness that Dig was talking about, but she doesn't have an appetite, which believe it or not, does happen with pregnancy. Some women just anytime they smell anything, they just, oh God, I'm not going to be able to eat for like a month. Um, and cannabis is like the only thing that gives her a little bit of an appetite. At some point, like your wife having to worry about going to jail because she takes two sips off a joint to be able to eat dinner is fucked up and it's a shitty outcome. And your wife shouldn't have to go to jail because she wants to be able to enjoy her meal and relax. Like, you know, I, I would say that's coming from somebody who would on the other end say seesaw drinking because there's a hard line. You fucking if you drink, you're going to have a kid who has fetal alcohol syndrome and has a lot of problems. There's no fetal weed syndrome. 
There might be some people might, the, the science might say that people who smoke weed have kids with depressive symptoms, but people who smoke weed through pregnancy probably have depressive symptoms anyway. They're probably passing that shit along through their worldview and genetics and everything. So, well, and they've had no way as as a control to control for socioeconomic factors in those right. relations a lot. So like a lot of times it's like chicken and the egg is, is junior messed up because mom smoked weed or is junior messed up because mom does tricks on the corner. You feel me? Right. right. <laughs> or, Ted, you really actually just really succinctly got my point is junior fucked up because mom smoked weed or is junior fucked up because mom was subject to a series of life factors that made her right. feel that she She's had poor. to smoke weed just yes, to feel yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, she's yeah. fucking dirty. I'm not, I'm not criticizing. Like, listen, and I'm not even casting aspersions on his mom for doing what she needs to survive. But right. I think we can all agree that that's not an ideal situation for a child either. I'm right. just I'm just saying that like. You specifically said turning tricks, not like high profile escort. Like, well, fair enough. Yeah, she's yeah. she's not like she's not like putting on her 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 tight fitting black dress and. And and leaving like a nice sandwich on for Junior, where she goes nah. to meet a nice businessman at the hotel for an hour, and then comes back with like a present for him. Nah, that's cocktail dress on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what scenario I'm drawing in my head. I don't know. I imagine like an empowered young woman, single mom, but she's hot. And she's anyway. So we're writing a sitcom <laughs> in my head about like a high class call it's girl. It's not a sitcom a... at all. What? Yeah, we do a sitcom every day. She goes on a different date. And the kid gets into like a different adventure at home. And then she gets home and like at the end it all resolves. And then she says some like catchphrase like hoeing for the sake of hoeing or whatever. <laughs> what I don't know. Like whatever. I don't know. Anyway. So hoeing ain't easy. I don't like that. I don't, but I don't know. Maybe there's a garden implement around every time. So it makes it PG. I don't know. Okay, anyway, maybe it, it is on TV and it's always implied that she's a prostitute, but never actually okay. stated. And oh, she's man, never like. Great. Anyway, I don't know. So we're um, is <laughs> we're into the coming up with fictional TV shows section of the show now. Maybe it's time for me to go find another Dr. Pepper. 